Welcome back to the G Squared Podcast, brought to you by G Squared Podcasting and Talks and Anchor.fm. On each episode, we tackle specific topics regarding professional development and life in general. On today's episode... Julio! Hey! Hey everybody, welcome back to the G-Squared Podcast. I'm here with a very special guest. Before I announce who that is, I kind of wanted to make this episode particularly special because at the time of this recording and at the time of this release, we are officially one year since we started this podcast. So before I get started, I want to thank everyone for allowing us to continue this podcast by listening to offering some suggestions from giving us some input and feedback this entire year. It's been really fun. We were glad to see how this podcast has evolved, how it's changed. And from the feedback you guys have given us, you've actually liked what we've had to talk about and the people we've had on. So this is all for you guys. So I want to thank you guys, as always, for supporting us and listening to us overall. So it being a year since we started this podcast, I want to bring back someone that we haven't had in one year. And his name is the one and only Julio Rodriguez. What's up, man? Hey, man. Glad to be back. Uh, I believe it's been a year already, it's man. It's been a year, dude. Wow. It's crazy. It's, it's time by kind of gone so by. Yeah, man. You, you've got a job. You moved away. Mm-hmm. I've done stuff. <laughs> yeah. That aware of. yeah definitely, definitely. Um, It's been cool, man. I'm glad that, that uh, you texted me earlier this week. Like, dude, you're going to be here in town this mm-hmm. weekend. I was like, dude, it's going to be a year since we did the podcast. we gotta, we got to do one. Gotta no, do no, one. I agree. Definitely. I was very fortunate that I was able to get this weekend off yeah dude so we're gonna what we're gonna do is real quickly do a recap of what we've done over the last year and see how we've grown and hopefully where we end up wanting to go and then i'm gonna want to go into a topic that has been on the back of my mind as always as people like to listen to it which is um taking leaps of faith and we'll get more into that later but first one year we did it um we've got great feedback we're on the verge of i think we're at 960 something downloads right now so we're on the verge 1,000, so please listen. Keep on listening, everybody. Um, but you've listened to a few episodes, obviously, since, since we started this thing. Mm-hmm. What is the evolution you've seen since day one? Well, I've seen that there's a lot of feedbacks on like on the podcast where you've been, where you've been doing so far, what you've been doing. And, you know, it seems, you know, the topics seem to be growing from, you know, it's just, you know, we first started just doing like professional life and stuff like that. Now it's expanded to different aspects of life. Like through financial and you know other, um, you know people's opinions and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and your personal experience. And I see there's been quite a you know expansion since then, and it, and people are getting a lot of good feedback from that. People are getting a lot of are appreciating it a little bit more. Because, mm-hmm. You know, as we get older, you know, we need to be able to see you know our own opinions, see other what you know other people's opinions and such. So I definitely seen there's been quite a bit of changes since since we first started. Yeah, I mean, we we definitely have had a lot of changes. When we first started a year ago, you know, none of us have experience in podcasting. None of us have any experience in this whole new genre of putting things out there on the internet. So Mm -hmm. we were really trying to figure out where we fit, how do we make ourselves unique, how do we make ourselves fun. And at first, it was definitely very structured. You know, I remember we used to reach out to people. They agreed, and I would send them out like a timeline how we'd have the whole thing go. When I would ask them questions, when they would be able to ask me questions, and it was very interviewish. It was very all right. Let me talk to this person. But after a while, it just didn't feel like me, mm-hmm. and it didn't feel like kind of what we wanted trying to do overall G squared wise. So we right. wanted to make it more personal, mm-hmm. like you said, we wanted to tell more of our personal experiences. So. Sure. 
we made we took a step back, made things a little bit more laid back. Obviously, mm-hmm. we we try to keep it more structured in a sense of like we 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 bring in people with a purpose. We keep mm-hmm. the the conversations to a point, mm-hmm. but we want to make them relatable. And like you said, people connect to that. Yeah. So, what has been your favorite episode? My favorite episode um, was the one with I think the financial uh, assistance. Oh, uh, with Margot. Yeah, with Margot. I did appreciate that more because it was. Like, because, like, since as a professional, like, after uh, graduating from college and stuff like that, you know, like, there's not much, like, you know, like, you know, you don't really think about that as much when you're, like, in college and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, like, and then, so now you're working the job, and so now what, you know, what are you supposed to do with, like, this extra money now you get from, like, a new job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, so, you know, there's never been, like, a clear indication on, like, what to do with it and stuff like that. And so that podcast, like, that we did with Margaret was, like, really, really good. I mean, she gave you a lot of her personal feedback. A lot of um, advice to what you need to listen to and what you should start like investing into for the future. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're hoping. I'm in, I'm in talks right now to have someone else come back who's a little bit more um, in the world of financing mm-hmm. to hopefully come back and, and, and well, not come back, have them on for the first time. Right. But that's that's down the road. But yeah, that was definitely a good one because right. that was kind of the first one we had where mm-hmm. it was different from anything we had done. Because prior to that, it was more yeah career driven, professional exactly. wise. I think that's what really marked the change and where, like, all right, we're going to talk about a lot of different stuff. And it's interesting. I mean, like, as you were mentioning, yeah, we did, you know, from, you know, we used to do so much professional. I remember, like, we used to go over, like, the script and stuff like that. We used to have, yeah, yeah, yeah. he had quite a setup here going on. We had, had, uh, we used to do it on your phone at one point, but now you have a microphone. We got the Mac here. We got the templates already good to go. We got the music. It's all good to go. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like, like tech-wise, tech we've wise. definitely upgraded. We've mm-hmm. definitely the sound has gotten a little bit better. I know mm-hmm. at first we were having that difficulty. You would hear certain things, and true, true. And now we've we've gotten a little bit better with that sense. And um, mm-hmm. like I, I mentioned it before, I do a lot of music on the side. It's been fun to kind of add okay. that artistic side of me into what this is, which is you know the music and the sound aspect of things. Yeah, that's so true. Um, my favorite episode. I've had a few. I mean, one one that definitely um, stands out is is the one I had, which was the, which was the finale last season okay. with uh, Mariana, my, one of my mentees. Okay. That was a nice oh, conversation because it was it was a nice back and forth of like. The reason it's my favorite is because it definitely feels like I'm talking to someone that was like me back uh-huh. in that day. So it was nice to be like, so. now being the other side of that, you know. Yeah. I so that was a good conversation. Another one I had that was great was with Carlos, who's another one of the students at UCLA. Mm-hmm. Seeing his his journey from yeah. being a not so successful conference attendee mm-hmm. to now like owning it. Now yeah, I, I definitely remember Carlos. Uh, like when we um, when he first started Chef and how he started. Well, he like when he first started Miami Board, and it just and just seeing him now is just like you know it's he's so owning funny. it, man. I he's know he's, it, yeah. he's, he's so successful now. Yeah, he's yeah, That's he's, impressive. Yeah, he's doing really well. So. Um, I think all the ones I've had with students have been great. Yeah, because it's been it's been great to have their perspective. I hope mm-hmm. to have a lot more students. Um, the last one we had with with Sebastian, his, that was a good one. Oh, Talking about rege- um, you know, expectations and the things that we set on on each other, and you know, like you said, again, overall, it's all about the relatability and making people feel that like they have people to, to talk to and mm-hmm. can share experiences that they may have not experienced yet, or they're on the verge of experiencing, um, and feel that connection with people like us. So I think I think this podcast overall has had a great impact in that sense and we hope to continue to, to to expand on that and bring in a lot more people which we're definitely in the works right now uh, in doing so do the order yes yes
Julio. Hey. <laughs> um, the yeah. man in, in like so so for those who know you, I mean, they, you, you were introduced to everybody a year ago. Mm-hmm. You, know, you talked about kind of a little bit of your history. Right. What has gone on since the year for you, man? I know you got a job. Like, mm-hmm. What's what's the good stuff that's done? Well, you know, since like I guess. When when we first did the first barbershop, that was still like, you were still here. You were working in Mitsubishi, right? Right. Yeah, you had you, you didn't get the new job until like a few months after. Exactly right. So yeah. so recently, all right. So I I got a new job. Um, I'm working at, at some outsourced company called Cyan, but I do work for Pratt and Whitney um, out down by West Palm Beach. Mm-hmm. So I do so my position is a process engineer. I do a lot of um, like plans for assembling the engine with the mechanics. Gotcha. So, you know, I'm always on the assembly board, you know, working with them. And so, you know, it's, uh, you know, as being an outsource company, like, you know, um, you do work a lot of hours. But for those who are looking to get experience, I do recommend it, you know, especially if you don't have that, let's say, internship experience or, you know, like maybe your GPA is not the greatest or such. Um, this the outsource company is a good way to get your those experience right there on the floor. And then it'll definitely, you know, introduce you into a much bigger uh, spec or much bigger opportunity to, you know, explore different companies or even within a company itself. So it's a, it's a nice stepping stone. Exactly. To, to like something bigger. Eventually. Exactly. Okay. It's, it's a good stepping stone, especially if you don't have any experience. I do recommend it. Okay. So. Cool, man. But um, living in West Palm, it's been interesting, you know. Um, so how was the relocation aspect of it? Like, you know, like the relocation... Um, it was a hassle mm-hmm. because of the fact that I have to get like all my you know furniture down there, um, you know pack everything in boxes and you know try to find an apartment and mm-hmm. it was it was happening all of a sudden you know like it was like it didn't give me much time like I remember I spent a weekend going down there and I like I had to figure out like you know, where I'm gonna live and stuff like that so and and I end up you know and finding a nice apartment like close to um, around the West Palm area and so and then but recall trying to get like a truck and you know. Get all the boxes. It was it was such 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 a hassle. It's, it's a, a hassle. And I remember we, we had one episode with uh, Naomi mm-hmm. Hernandez. She uh, talked about relocating for careers and, yeah. and some of the stuff that goes on with that. And yeah, that's people and, don't realize how hectic that. I'm, I'm actually in the process of moving right now. So yeah. I'm in that process of sure. getting the truck, getting mm-hmm. the movers, packing everything. It's a hassle, man. Yeah, that's so true. And it's just like the fact that you're moving to a new area. Yeah. Trying to make new friends. Trying to you know make new. Connections, you know, it's always a, you know, it's, it's also, restarting pretty much. Yeah, pretty much restarting a new location. But like you said, I've been, you know, expanding as much as I can, you know, making those connections. Um, well, hopefully, you know, like I know that South Florida chapter is having an event next week. Um, For so, ship, yeah. Yeah, so I hope to attend that, you know, make connections with them as well. Cool, man. So, but um, location is good though. Um, so I do like living closer to the beach now. So that's, <laughs> that's a plus side to that. Yeah, there you go. But um, no, career-wise, you know, it's doing good. You know, I'm always looking to expand my career anywhere I can. Um, right. And to make up any leadership role, you know, any possible. Cool, cool, so, cool. But no, I'm glad it's going well for you, man. No, I know, I know, I know. There was a time there you were you were trying to find something new, and then yeah, I'm glad something came out of it. So and it's so funny because you know, like, just thinking back how. Like, you know, when we first come out of college, you know, we're so concerned trying to find, you know, a job, you know, like, you know, what we're going to do with our life, you know, um, you know, like, I don't have an internship or like, uh, I don't have a job and like, you know, what if I can get that experience I need, you know, to get that job, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, but it's, you know, it doesn't matter of just, you know, trying to, you know, pre, pre, uh, what's that word, uh, persistent. Be persistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, be persistent. You're probably going to get a lot of rejection letters, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
but you know, you'll definitely find you know a career that definitely fits your position. Once you get that first internship, it just it's easier. It gets a little easier, yeah. Because when I after my first internship, I feel a lot more relaxed. Mm -hmm. In the sense of like, all right, I got something. Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm guaranteed something. Because I remember, I remember going to my first conference after that. Mm -hmm. Didn't feel as successful as I thought I should be, having had internship experience already. But there was a sense of like, I got my foot in somewhere mm -hmm. and I can build it. And I, technically, I kind of did. That's kind of how I ended up getting this full time right. offer by those connections I made early on. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, well, cool man. Yeah. I'm just really like you're wearing a Pratt and Whitney shirt. I was yeah, like, oh, there you go. I represent, <laughs> represent you know, dude. Representing. Nice, dude. Nice, nice. So. Cool, man. Cool. So getting into the topic um, that I wanted to talk about. So a lot of organizations, whether you're student, professional, whatever, they're in the process of uh, elections, meaning okay. they're about to transition leadership. Mm. They're about to take on, you know, new people are going to come in, take on certain big roles, and, right. and hopefully are going to have a good impact and, Vice versa, have an impact on themselves and get better, all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And on the very first episode we had, you and I talked about leadership. You right. talked about your experience as, as president of Shep UCF. I mm -hmm. talked about mine as Shep UCF president. Mm -hmm. um, but recently, speaking to a lot of students, there's one term that's been going around that's kind of got me questioning certain things. Okay. Um, so a few have come up to me and saying, you know, how they've thought about running, mm -hmm. who maybe may not be running. And there's certain positions that they, they have the experience and expertise to run for mm -hmm. or desire to run for, but they don't they feel hesitant okay. by this term. And the term is, I don't love it enough. Mm. And I remember asking a few of them, what does that mean? Yeah. Right? And and the funny thing is, this week, well, starting okay. last week, I'll, I'll say this, a week and a half ago, um, I myself have found myself in this position because there's an opportunity for me to take on a leadership role again and I've ended up having to ask myself that question is mm -hmm. do I love it enough right. but here's my thing about it and I'll, let, I'll get your opinion on it in a sec but mm -hmm. I don't think everything you do you're gonna 100% love it 100% no, you know yeah. what I mean yeah I think there's gonna be some things that you're gonna, gonna go you know I'm gonna do it because mm -hmm. I have to do it or I'm gonna do it because you know it's beneficial it's beneficial for me right but the dumb example I can come up with is like, I'm not a big fan of going to school, mm -hmm. but I know there's a big value and benefit of going to school. Okay. So I, I do it. Mm -hmm. I don't 100% love it. Right. Um, so going back to the leadership thing, after asking myself, do I love it enough? Mm -hmm. I actually said, no, I don't. Yeah. But there's a value there mm -hmm. that it has for other people that I know that if I can do it right this time around, mm -hmm. It can have a bigger impact than I can fully realize at this moment. Does that make sense? No, no, I see your point. It's, I, I guess when we when we first like jump into a leadership role, like we don't know what to expect. You know? Right. We you know we look into it and we you know okay we have our own ideas and stuff like that. Um, and usually you know um, you know sometimes it comes out sometimes you know it, it doesn't you know work out as we want it to. Mm -hmm. um, but usually that that first time when you get that first position like as a leader, you know it's. It's usually crucial. It, it kind of guides you through how you want to, you know, develop yourself as a character, how you want to proceed with um, when you do, like, um, projects or, like, any other uh, responsibilities with, like, within that organization or team and such. Right. Um, but once you do gain that experience, you know, you start learning, oh, you know, like, this leadership, you know, um, you know, there's some things I need to do better. There's some things, you know, it teaches you about yourself. Right. 
and so and so the fact that you know you're jumping to the position again, you know, in a different perspective though. Yes. Because you're, you're you're looking at it as you know you know now you understand you know what needs to be done. You know, you like when you first jump into that, you're not sure how it should be done. But now that you're going to this. You know, it's the same position, but with a different perspective. Right. And so now you have a better understanding of what need, what needs to be done, what needs to help the chapter grow or organization or team. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this definitely will help you, you know, like um, develop your skills even greater than it was right. when you first started. So that was my, that, that you're exactly right. That's exactly how my mentality was. And it's why, you know, we won't, we won't announce it here yet until right. things are finalized, but if they get finalized. Mm-hmm. But it was exactly that, which was... Myself, I have an I have a different perspective. I have mm-hmm. a different understanding. I've been away from it long enough to say, all right, now I can see from an outsider's point of view right. what could work, what couldn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and for my personally, I can further develop not only my network but definitely continue mm-hmm. to develop myself as a leader. Um, so what I wanted to ask you is going back mm-hmm. to the Chef UCF days, mm-hmm. that leap of faith right. that you took. Because you told me you didn't want to be president. Yeah, that's true. You were not cool with the idea. You're like, uh... Like, the, like, you know, the idea, when I first started, I guess when I got involved, you know, when Gonzalo was president, like, you know, I saw the position and I, like, you know, I wanted to be more, you know, active in, you know, an organization. I wanted to do something bigger than myself. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that he had that position in academic, you know, Representative during that time. Yeah, you were the study guy. Yeah, the study guy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think the, the most ironic thing about that is that my grades weren't that the best either. So and the yeah. fact that I got the position was that, you know, I think it's kind of it's kind of amusing. I think. Yeah. Right. But, like like I said, like I took the position um, expecting you know like you know this be good you know help me maybe with my own academics, um, and you know and so I ended up taking the responsibility from Gonzalo and then during that time you know like I, I try to do my best and you know things that we do in the chapters you know I try to do you know multiple study guides um, I try to create a database for students you know I, I was just thinking you know what I could help students you know progress you know better in their academics and such right and um, and from that like um, you know people start to recognize you know your capabilities your you know the fact that you know you know you do such a well good job in whatever you're doing that you know people started recognizing you know maybe you should be president and stuff like that you know and you know people started you know coming up to me you know hey who are you maybe you should run up for the position for president you know you should you know and the idea of being president was i don't know it was it seemed like far out there yeah and i never really something i really wanted to do it's just like you know being president you know you have you you're expected to know everything you know yeah you know, that's that was my mentality. You know, as president, you know, you should be a leader that you should know what you're doing. Um, you know, you should you have to be guiding, you know, the next um, you know, your e board and the people, you know, what the direction the chapter should go. Right. Um, and that that was a bit intimidating, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't sure if I could do it, you know. Like I had I had questioned my own abilities, my um my leadership and such. But, you know, like as I started thinking more about it, you know, like, you know, maybe you know, I should just do it. You know, regardless, you know, maybe my lack of ability of being a, you know, a strong leader or stuff like that. Mm. Um, you know, I thought that it would be good just to, you know, just take that position and see how far I can go with it. You know, regardless of maybe I might stumble along the way or maybe um, or maybe I'll succeed, you know, uh, in many things. And so I end up taking the position, like regardless, you know, my ability of my, my leadership skills. 
and um and from there you know like I, I did my best that I could um and like you know, for, I was very fortunate that I had a great uh, um, executive board you know like um when um Inet, Nicole and uh Yamin and Jesus was uh, like part of my yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. officers and stuff like that I was very fortunate to have them on my team yeah good team yeah, yeah. they're a great team <laughs> yeah so um and so and so, like, you know, like I said, we, you know, we, I, I discussed it, like, with my, you know, because it's not a one-person job, it's a team. It's not, yeah, yeah, it's not. And so, so, as I was going through my, you know, during the time project, I would consult with them, you know, we would talk at that, we would talk it out, we'd go into multiple, multiple um, explanations, like, what we should do for the company, for the chapter and such. Um, and then from there, you know, we just, you know, just planned events, you know, we did, you know, multiple, and then, you know, we were very fortunate for that year that, you know, we were able to, succeed and then we end up winning best chap best chapter of the year like that coming um, that's right you did for yeah. the region right yeah and we we were able to do so many things that year we were, we were able to have a chef junior conference and uh and you know and just just from that you know just you know i never expected i was able to you know be able to achieve that you know much that year like all i wanted was to you know you know see what i can do for the students you know and that was my goal and i was very fortunate to have people backing me up during that so it was for, for from that leap of faith, you know, just like the initial point from you know not not knowing what I should if I should take a decision or not, you know, it was just a matter of just like, you know, either you fail or you know you succeed or fall pretty much. Right, right. So I was very you know like I I, I don't regret it at all. I don't. Um, and you know sometimes you know like when you're in, in that kind of situation, you know the only way you're really gonna learn about it if you just go ahead and just take that leap. Cool, man. Um, I didn't know about that. I didn't know that you were that hesitant to mm -hmm. to jump into to that role. Uh, I know we had conversations before you took that job. Right, right. Um, I mean, I talked to quite a few people about it before I ended up at the position. You know, like I talked to Gonzalo. I remember I talked to you about yeah. it. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, like you know, you're you're gonna end up like taking these, you know, these risks sometimes. You know, you're gonna have to because you don't. You know, it's beneficial for you. You know, you're gonna learn a lot about yourself. What you're capable of um, and even if you feel like you know maybe this isn't like the decision for you you should definitely just follow through for it you know and you'll definitely find that there's something you know you'll learn something great about yourself or you'll find something that you just discover along the way during your time as a leader yeah there's no 100 percent certainties yeah. not everything there's no guarantees that everything's gonna go well so yeah so. if you get that in your head already it's kind of like all right mm -hmm. let's just see what happens yeah um, but yeah, man, leap of faith. It, it, for me, it was the same thing, and I, I think I've have said this before in other episodes. But uh, mm -hmm. you know, I did I did feel confident, kind of like you, in the sense of the team that we had put together. Right. Um, I felt really confident in that sense more than I had before about potentially taking on the role of president. Uh, and we're talking specifically Chef UCF. Um, but yeah, I had I had definitely I had more personal doubts. Mm -hmm. But I ended up still taking that leap of faith, saying, "No, I, I can, I can, we can do this. We can figure this out." And I like to say, and like you said, nothing goes a hundred percent. Not everything's gonna go the way you want it to go. Right. And if you get that into your head early on, the less of an impact it will be when things do not go right. Because mm -hmm. I remember there were times that things didn't go right, and and you know, you take it sometimes personally. You kind of go, "Oh man, I thought we were gonna do great. I thought yeah. this was gonna be amazing." Mm -hmm. But then it wasn't. Right. But you kind of go, "Okay." This is one of those things where you put on the list of like didn't work, right. move on to something else. Great. Okay. Um, but yeah, I took a I took a big leap of faith because like, like you, I hadn't have the best creative time. Right. 
you know, it was definitely a risk in the sense of like, do I still want to put my academics in jeopardy by taking on such a important mm -hmm. uh, position? And mm -hmm. um, yeah, I remember, um, like you know, I had a similar conversation with, uh, I guess I remember with Daniel. He was uh, running for position to be treasurer. I remember that, yeah. And um, and his biggest concern because he was, you know, he was, um, you know, he was about to graduate soon, and you know, he wasn't too sure if his position would take a lot away from his time. Um, and you know, he was worried about his academics if it would suffer or not. And so, you know, like I said, I discussed it with him, and I thought, you know, you should definitely go for it. You know, he, you know, it'll definitely be beneficial for you. You know, it'll be great. You know, it'll be good leadership for him. And you know, he had to follow it through, and you know, he's doing pretty well for himself. Yeah, he did. He did really extremely well as a treasurer. During he got time. a job. He graduated. He's mm -hmm. he's doing really well right now. And yeah, and I think I think taking that that leap, you mm -hmm. learn a lot about yourself, not only as a leader, as an individual, but you learn how to manage things, mm -hmm. your life. Like right. I learned how to time manage. I know mm -hmm. how to balance work, chef school relationship all that good stuff and exactly. I'm still there you know i'm still doing yeah. pretty well yeah um so any experience you take you gotta always think it's a learning thing you'll mm -hmm. hopefully end up doing something better for yourself and you become a better person all that good stuff exactly um do you feel different after that time oh, I mean, it's yeah. been a while but you know i mean i definitely like from taking that leadership position it definitely like improved like my like personal um, like time management my own confidence, you know. Um, I remember, like, my first time when I spoke in front of, like, everybody, I was so nervous. Yeah, I was there, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> I was so nervous. And, like, and, like, people would tell me about it, like, you, you know, how nervous I was and, like, how, like, it was, it was such, it was such a different uh, person. But I remember, like, and then when I came, when I was the leader president, like, during that time, I ended up building, you know, confident in myself and you know, speaking in front of people. And then from there, you know, like, um, and then, like, what was it? There was one conference when um, I think you attended. It was in the spring, um, and then like I did a presentation. You know, we had the first um, like GBM like of that semester, and then I did my. You know, we had our presentation for the chapter, and then like after all that, you know, like I remember you coming up to me, telling me how much I changed since that. Oh yeah, I remember. I I distinctly remember um, we spoke at the very first meeting we had mm -hmm. when Gonzalo was president. And you were trying to talk about the study stuff you were doing. Exactly. And it was horrible. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. like, yeah, like but I understand, because you're obviously the nerves, you can tell when someone's nervous. Yeah. You, you start crackling your voice, you're, yeah. you start shaking a little bit. Exactly, exactly. So I was like, oh man. But then I remember well, like a year or two later, a year and a half later, that mm -hmm. spring before, you know, yeah. you were you, you announced elections for for the year coming after you. Mm -hmm. And it was definitely a change. Like you definitely saw that. All right, he got more of the confidence back. Yeah. Um, when talking. Yeah. Same with me, man. I used to remember taking that speech class we take oh, at the yeah. beginning of college. That was the worst. And I remember one specific time they, they <laughs> wanted us to talk about something. Yeah. And I remember being up there and my legs just shaking out of nerves yeah. and I could barely speak. And now, yeah. fast forward to Chef, fast forward to now. Mm -hmm. You know, it comes once in a while the the nervousness, but then yeah. I'm much more. More relaxed. Relaxed when it comes to talk. Because like, the thing is, you, you have to learn how to really, you got to find your voice when you speak exactly. out in front of people. Like, mm -hmm. I learned that me trying to be just reading off slides or me trying to be sound something that I'm not, it's yeah. not going to work. It's true. Yeah. Just sound like myself. And mm -hmm. I think that's what really worked for me no, I agree. at this point. Like, when what really helped me was this is, like, I try not to overthink it too much. You know, I just, I just think it as, you know, I'm just having conversation like you know we are right now right and that's how i pictured it you know for the most of the time I was, i'm just having a conversation with a bunch of students 
person, you know, right. or one single person at a time. Right. It got easier when when the when the audience became less people that I knew, mm-hmm. because when I would speak about in front of like people I knew when I was a student and shit, you see it? Yeah. It was a little bit hard because I knew you know the idiots in the in the group that yeah. were making fun and the group mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. And for you to speak at a certain level, there was that thing there. Mm-hmm. But now that people don't know me as, as well as they used to, like in the sense like they're new faces and new people. I agree. I guess it's easier just to be what I, what I do now. I don't know if that's the same with you. You've done it recently. Cause... No, I mean, no, it is. It's, it's different. Like I remember when, um, what was it, the last time I spoke? I spoke at, um, because actually I ended up taking up a leadership position within Region 7. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, as the vice uh, regional junior representative, RJRC. You were junior junior ship guy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good with pronunciations, but um, point is, like, I end up speaking in front of um, the, at the sub regional retreat for down in South Florida, and um, and it was different. I mean, because I was you know speaking in front of people that you know I didn't really know too well, um, and so it you know just you know when I was during my time as president, like you know I knew everybody there. You know, I knew. Right. Yeah. I, I knew, knew the audience. I knew. I knew the audience. Like I knew, like you know my e-board and stuff like that but there it's completely different and now I had to be like not a sense like a different person but more I was more you know like and I, I knew what to expect and stuff like that and I just, I just be like, so. so I think to sum it up in a way we always have to take leaps of faith right we always have to have a moment where like either it's taking a new job it's taking mm-hmm. a position exactly um, life decisions whatever you have to always Give yourself the opportunity. Give yourself a little bit of faith mm-hmm. that you're making the right choice. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, don't take choices lightly. Make sure you make you think you think them tr- through. But mm-hmm. if your hesitation is whether you love it, you don't love it enough, or maybe mm-hmm. you're you're scared that you might not succeed. Mm-hmm. You never really know. Exactly. So if you take that leap, I mean, shoot, it's worked out for me. Yeah, I don't no. know if it worked out for you, but no, definitely. I mean, with like even like not you know besides being a leader, you know that leap of faith I took as a president like this new job i got it was um, a leap of faith because i didn't know what science was i didn't know what it, you know what they represented right during that time um and you know like the idea of moving you know like down to south florida even though it's not much of a difference you know but still the distance quite a bit distance from family distance from the people you know exactly starting yeah. over starting over again yeah and you know like i wasn't too sure like where this was going to take me mm-hmm. but i knew it, this was an opportunity to expand my career um even in my during my time in Mitsubishi, it was good and everything but you know, I didn't know where the company was heading. I didn't know where it was going to take my career, and and so like I took that I took that leap. I took that leap of faith when it came to this new job, and you know, and I don't regret it now. I mean, I'm I'm gaining a lot of experience from it, and you know, like and it's a good company. And you know, I ended up finding out that you know, I work for Pride Whitney now, <laughs> in a sense. Nice, in a sense, yeah, that's yeah. cool. So yeah, I mean, it, it like I said, leap of faith can come in many different ways, from leadership experience to uh, maybe. Uh, like finding a job, you know, relationships, you know, yeah, like yeah. I said, you have to, you know, sometimes, you know, like when you're not too sure, you just have to like, just jump into it mm-hmm. and see where it takes you. See where it takes you. Maybe it'll be good, maybe it'll be bad, but yeah. at least you'll get something from that. That's yeah, you'll good. learn something. Yeah, exactly. definitely. Cool, man. Mm-hmm. Well, as always, man, hopefully it's not one more year until you come back and listen, <laughs> yeah. be on the podcast. Um, yeah. I know there's definitely stories to tell there. Um, again, one year later, guys, we're glad that you guys are listening. That's evident with the numbers that I've seen. Um, there's a lot of big changes happening soon. I hope we're going to make, not, not changes with G squared, but more of like, um, 
certain things that we're going to be doing with the podcast in terms of new new ideas, new you know ventures we want to try with this podcast. But before we get into any of that, we're definitely excited to see what the future holds. Um, again, we're about to hit 1,000, so come on, keep listening, guys. Um, so anyway, thanks for being here, man. Oh, man, it's, it's always a pleasure. <laughs> Glad to be back here. And I hope to be back here less than a year, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So um, definitely and... look forward to um, what more podcasts you guys have. Definitely. We, we got some good stuff in the pipeline, so hopefully we'll get those out to everybody pretty soon. So anyway, uh, happy one-year anniversary to the podcast. Thank you guys for listening as always, and until next time, talk to you later.